Hey Inner Healers, this is your host, Adeline Jamesley. I'm a shadow work coach and intuitive healer, helping the collective heal from traumas and limiting beliefs. I have been working with shadow work for five years, cultivating techniques that help you heal and bring you into an alignment with the life of your dreams. You are now listening to the Jamesley Podcast. Enjoy the episode. So I wanted to talk about the ego within this podcast episode, because for the past couple weeks, I have been battling my ego unconsciously. Multiple times throughout my life, this has gone in and out of being consciously aware of what my ego is doing, and then being unconscious to what it's doing. And I think I get out of these episodes of listening to my ego when I'm more self-aware of what's going through my mind. When I am in a state of peace or in a state of calm where I can decipher the difference of a negative speech pattern within my mind or a positive speech pattern within my mind. When it comes to the ego, the ego likes to protect you any way it can. No matter if you are in a situation, maybe it's taking a new job, buying a new car, making a new relationship happen, no matter what it is, the ego will always try to stop you in making any decisions that you are uncomfortable making. The ego likes to stay within the ideas of lack and dysfunction. So whenever you are trying to make a new discovery for yourself, if you feel one slight of worry or fear, the ego will use that and turn it into a process of keeping you away from walking towards what it is that you want. No matter if that thing is good, the ego will be there to make sure you don't make that decision. It might bring up limiting beliefs that are deep within you. It will use those limiting beliefs to try to get you or persuade you to take a different route or not even walk forward at all. And so I have been going through this for a couple weeks now where I would get into a mindset where the limiting beliefs that I have had of not being good enough, not doing enough came up for me. And I received all of these limiting beliefs from childhood and most of us do. But when we receive these limiting beliefs, it gives the ego even more control within our lives. And I was very unconscious of the my ego doing that to me. 
And so when I kept feeling these urges of limiting beliefs that kept popping up within my life, I would take them as advice from a spirit guide or an angel or my higher self. But I knew at the same time that it couldn't be my spirit guides. It couldn't be my higher self because your spirit guides and your higher self are always there in a compassionate manner that will guide you in the way that you need to be guided. Maybe not so much your spirit guides because they will, you know, use a whip if they need to, but your higher self will always be compassionate within trying to direct you into the right course of action for yourself. But I would take these voices into my heart thinking that it was just guidance from my guides. And for an example, there were many times of even wanting to go on a bike ride. If you listen to my last podcast episode, I talked a little bit about my journal entry and I recited my journal entry within that episode. And maybe you caught that part of my journal entry was me being afraid of going on a bike ride. Well, within that same idea of going on a bike ride, I had so much fear behind just going on a bike ride and getting myself out of the house because I was being told within my mind, don't go, you're going to get hit by a car. Don't go, it's going to be too lengthy of a ride. Don't go, it's not good for you. Don't go. And all of these things kept coming up for me. And I thought in that moment, because I was not connected to my intuition, and I was not connected and grounded within myself, I thought that was I thought that was my guides guiding me to protecting me and really it was just my ego trying to protect me from doing something that was harder than what I've been doing Now I do have to say too that the ego always tries to keep you as comfortable as possible and with that being said, when you're comfortable, you cannot grow to the awareness that you really need to. And I took that as a sign of, okay, I'm comfortable. I need to stay where I'm at. I don't need to go out and do anything. And I just need to stay put as much as possible so I don't get hurt and I'm not uncomfortable. But when you are uncomfortable, that's when you grow. And it was definitely hard for me for the past couple of weeks because of that. I didn't recognize that my ego was telling me, you know, don't do this, don't do that out of fear. So if you are not conscious when you hear the voices of don't, you shouldn't, or maybe not, you can take those 
voices into your heart thinking that it's your spirit guides giving you the direction of where you need to go. So whenever you're in that situation, really grounding yourself and bringing your awareness back into where you are at within your heart is really important. For me, over the past couple weeks that I've been trying to understand my ego, I have realized that most of the voices that were really negative were coming from my ego. And most of the voices that were being compassionate and nurturing and understanding was coming from my higher self. But I didn't know how to decipher the two. So I started to do the work within my ego of if I would hear a voice in my mind say something negative about a situation, I would say to myself, thank you for this advice, but I'm not taking it. And every single time I did this, when something negative would come up, it would shut down the ego so I could bring that other voice of intuition back into my heart. The more and more you do that, the more and more the ego will start to shut down. And then that's when you have an ego death. The ego does not die completely. And it regenerates when you fall into an unconscious awareness of what is outside of you and when you start to have confusion within your life you have no clarity your ego likes to creep back in and tries to control every aspect of your life so when you have that conscious awareness you're able to turn that around and have that different perspective on your ego and you start to shut it down if you continue to shut it down that ego death will occur staying aware and conscious of this voice will continue the process of keeping the ego at bay and your intuition balanced there have been many times in my life that this has occurred i remember when i was around maybe 20 21 years old i was living by myself for the first time and i remember becoming aware of my ego at that time for such a long time of being unconscious to those voices, I thought that voice was just anxiety. I had severe anxiety growing up, and I would always get these voices of, don't do that, you're going to get hurt, or don't do that, that's not a good idea, don't do that, you're not doing it right, don't do that, you're not good enough. And all of these voices would bring me so much anxiety to where I wouldn't go out, I wouldn't meet new people, I wouldn't go and live my life. 
it would give me sensations of not wanting to go to work and it would give me a reason to lock myself up and control what I did and how I did it. And for so long, it was like that until I hit about 20 years old. And I realized that there was such thing as the ego. And the ego loves to control every aspect of your life if you allow it. And when I realized these voices were not my anxiety, but my ego, I started to do exactly what I said of declining the opinion of my ego. I would tell my ego, no, I'm not doing that. Thank you for your advice, but I'm not taking it. And the more and more I did that, the more and more I shifted into a perspective where I could go out and meet other people. I could go to work and not be afraid. And when things started to pop up within my reality, if I was driving to work one day and something just popped up of, oh my God, it's going to be busy today. I don't know what to do. I want to go back home. I would say, yes, it's going to be busy, but I will be okay because I knew it was just my ego trying to get me into a place where I would conform. And I wasn't having it back then. And I'm not having it now either. And when coming out of this unconscious part of life, I felt like opening up like this expansion of energy, allowing me to see that I can stop the voices in my head that were so negative. All of the fears that I had were not rooted within me, but were just given to me by my ego. Sometimes a lot of these things like the limiting beliefs and a lot of the fears that we have are rooted within us from childhood, from growing up, from teenage years, from past lives. No matter what it is, we do have some things that are rooted within us. And those are the things that we have to dive a little deeper in. When you start working with your ego, and you try to get to the place where you can be with no judgment, no fear, no anxiety. Your ego will try as much as possible so that you do not burn out the flame of the ego. And it will try as hard as possible until you tell it as many times as you have to, to shut down. But it can get a little tricky when we have major limiting beliefs rooted into our core. Limiting beliefs around our self-worth, limiting beliefs around our self-love, being enough. If we have limiting beliefs 
it's a lot harder because sometimes we do not know how to talk to ourselves in the way that we need to be talked to. If we don't know how to properly talk to ourselves with love and compassion and awareness, that aspect of doing that for yourself will be the hardest thing that you will have to jump over. But when you do, you start to change the structure of how you view yourself and how you view everyone else around you. Speaking kindly to yourself is the most important part of your journey of being a human. Because when you can speak to yourself with kindness and love, you can speak with kindness and love to other people. You know, I've been seeing a lot this past week about giving and receiving. I just keep hearing it and maybe, you know, everything is really given to enlighten you. It's given when you most need it. And I believe that my spirit guides have been giving me that download because I have been personally in a rut of not knowing exactly what's happening. I don't really have a lot of clarity. And I'm kind of just going with the flow. And I really like structure. I really like to control things. I'm like a control freak. And sometimes I have to remind myself that I can't control everything. And I just have to let life be life and flow with what comes in for me. But it's really hard for me sometimes. But I've been seeing this message of giving and receiving. Receiving because you were giving for about a week now. It was on the podcast that I listened to. It was in a movie that I watched. It was in multiple YouTube videos that I watched. It was in tarot readings. And when you start to see these messages over and over and over again, that's your key to understand, look, this is what's going on, bitch. Listen up. <laughs> because you need to understand that this is what you need to know right now. And my spirit guides are like giving me every single message possible so that I could have some clarity. So what I've learned about giving and receiving is that if you want to receive something, you have to give something and not separate things. It's the same thing that you need to give. So let's say if I really want love, I need to give love. If I really want freedom, I need to give myself freedom, which has been really hard for me because I can see that connection of what I need to do. But at the same time, I'm trying to lay low and 
let life happen for me instead of trying to control it. So I've always wanted freedom throughout my entire life. Since I was a little kid, I've wanted freedom. I've started my own businesses. I've wanted to run my own thing since a very young age. And when I think about freedom, it's being able to buy anything that I want, being able to go anywhere I want, being able to do anything that I want, when I want. And I've been struggling with that recently. The only way that I can receive freedom is if I give myself freedom. So the best way that I could figure out how to give myself freedom was to get my journal out and write down everything that I thought would bring me freedom. Riding my bike, going out with a friend, coloring in a coloring book, going and sitting outside, putting my work down for a while, and just enjoying my day without thinking of doing any work. All of those things give me a sense of freedom. And when I do those things and I feel that freedom, then I will receive freedom. And so it's the same way with everything we have in this universe. It's the same way with money. It's the same way with connection. It's the same way with love. If you're lacking connection and you really want connection, you have to connect with what you have in front of you. Connect with your family members. Connect with your friends. Connect with your pets. Connect with life outside of yourself in order to receive connection. And it sounds really funny because when we think about this, it's like when we do put the work in and we put it out to receive, that action of putting it out is receiving it. It's so simple, but it's so difficult. I was watching a movie the other day, and I'm telling you, things come in when you need them. Messages come in when you need them. Whenever you ask for a message and you don't see anything, I'm telling you, open your eyes a little bit wider because it's there. It's right in front of you. It's in the movies that we watch. It's in animals that come to our doorstep or our backyards. It's in YouTube videos. It's in ads on the computer. It's in the most funny places. But if it catches your attention, it's a message for you. So I've never watched this movie, but I decided to sit down and watch a movie the other day because I just felt like I didn't want to do any work. <laughs> and I decided to watch Luca on Disney Plus, and there were messages after messages within this movie that resonated with what I was going through in that moment with my ego. And there is a snippet within the movie that 
Luca finds these things underwater. And if you haven't seen the movie, I'm going to just say maybe a little bit of a spoiler alert here. But he sees these human things underwater that have fallen off a boat. And one of these things was a card from a deck of cards. But it wasn't a regular deck of cards. It just had a man on the card holding a cup. And it looked like the Page of Cups to me. I know some of the cards in tarot. I don't read tarot, but I have flipped through them before. And it looked like the Page of Cups to me. And so I look up the Page of Cups and it says new opportunities. There's a new shift coming for me, a new fulfillment opportunity, you know, all of these great things. And I was like, that is so funny because I just had somebody call me about a job interview about an hour before I watched that movie. And then after that snippet, maybe another half an hour within that movie, Luca's friend was telling Luca to not listen to his mind. Luca and his friend were going to jump into the ocean. And Luca was really afraid of jumping into the ocean. And he tells his friend, I keep hearing these things in my head that tell me not to do them. These things of don't do this, don't do that. And Luca's friend looks at Luca and says, whenever that happens to me, I always say, silencio Bruno. And that voice goes away. And during this movie, I'm like, are you freaking serious? because I just was battling with my thoughts and my ego that day. The worst that it was that day. And I suddenly get this message in this movie. And I actually have been using that method with my own self whenever my ego starts piping up again. I go, silencio Bruno, <laughs> because it's just a funny thing to me that I seen it in a movie and it makes me laugh every single time. So if I can laugh and also silence my ego, I think that's a win-win there. But it's been a crazy time for the past couple weeks. And if you are somebody that struggles with the voices within their head that's always fearing that something's going to happen or you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that or if you have an opportunity coming up for you and you're terrified because your voice is telling you you shouldn't do it because of this reason or that reason bring that awareness within your mind that it's just your ego and say to yourself, silencio Bruno, when it comes up. And I'm telling you, the more and more you do that, 
the more and more you deactivate the ego and you'll gain more control over your ego than the ego is controlling you. So I hope you like this podcast episode today. Again, I am just super happy to even have this podcast. This has been a long time coming, and I'm really grateful to be able to talk really about anything, what's going on in my life, have spiritual chill talks. And throughout the podcast, I'm really excited because I plan on talking more about the channels that I have opened throughout my spiritual journey, things that happened to me recently, talking to different extraterrestrial beings, maybe even telling you my story of how I got here, and having more guest speakers on that are experts in the healing arts and modalities. So I'm just really excited for this podcast to blow up because I really truly think that this podcast will be on the 100 top list. So, or I should say the top 100 list. But if you enjoyed this episode, I really appreciate you. And if you could just rate the podcast for me and leave a comment, you are welcome to do so. And I would really, really appreciate it. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Talk soon. Bye. Hey, Inner Healer, if you enjoyed this episode today, please rate the podcast, leave a comment, and follow for future episodes. If you want more information about me or the True You Submersion Coaching Program, the link is in the show notes. Until next time, love and